Welcome to the Radiate Church Podcast. This is extra content that we believe is going to help equip and empower people to live the life that God intends. Listen, if you like this stuff, you have to subscribe, like, share this podcast with your friends and family. Today, I am joined by our campus director, John Hobgood. How's it going? Going well. And always joined with our lead pastor, Pastor Brandon Goff. What's going on, everybody? My name is Travis, and we are really excited to bring some powerful uh, thoughts to the podcast today. Hey, guys, today's podcast, we're just going to try to wrap our heads around what does the Bible say, and what do you guys believe it means to be the church? When I say we are the church, what comes to mind? Oh, Domino's Pizza, which is what we're sitting here eating right Come now. On. That's one thing. Praise. Man, we are the church. Um, great, great question. So here's what I think. I think the church, you have to look at it outside. I think a lot of us look at the church through the small C church instead mm-hmm. of the big sure. C church, right? Mm-hmm. So the big C church is the corporate gathering of the believers and followers of Jesus. And so the the church was designed, if you go back to Acts and and, and where, you know, all that started to take place, you begin to see where uh, the church, the big C church, was created and designed by God uh, to be a gathering of believers, to strengthen their beliefs, to serve uh, their community, and to help each other grow uh, closer to Him throughout life. So all of that is represented in there. I've got a lot more, but I want to hear you guys take yeah. on that too. Yeah, so... <clears throat> I think this is a really interesting concept, and I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in I'm going to church, the church being right. the, the yep. building itself, yeah. right? Um, you know, but when I think about when the church started, when this whole thing was coined, um, you know, if you remember, you know, in the Bible, disciples are walking, um, and Jesus is like, you know, hey, pop quiz, who do people say that I am? Right, right, yeah. and uh, the disciples are like, "Well, actually, you know, there's a lot going around about that." Yeah, um, and so you know, he says, "Well, who do you say I am?" Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, Simon, who's now Peter, says, uh, "You're the Messiah." You know, and at that point, Jesus is like, "You got it." Uh, that didn't come from a human. You mm-hmm. heard that straight from God. And so then he says, um, "You know, on this rock, I will build my church." Sure. And you know, some people, I think it's just really cool because I think some people tend to miss this is that. <clears throat> Uh, Peter's name is derived from the Greek term Petros, right. which means stone. Yep. You know, and so when Jesus looked at Peter and said, on this rock, he says, Peter, starting with you, mm-hmm. I will build my church. That's mm-hmm. right. And so it's, you know, Jesus wasn't looking at a stack of two by fours and said, on this cedar, I will build my church. Cedar right. smells good. Though. That's <laughs> true. That's that's a good point. Nice. <laughs> it does. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I wonder if Peter had some kind of cologne, some cedar cologne. <laughs> it was called cedar. Good. <laughs> Cedar's Peter. Peter Cedar. <laughs> yeah, Peter Cedar. There you go. <laughs> That's good. Yep. So I think that the point of looking at, at this from a from a we are the church view is saying, hey, um, it was about people. He was yeah. talking to a person Absolutely. and he was referencing yeah. people. I mean, Jesus' whole ministry was people. Yeah. You know, and That's so right. when I think about we are the church. Sure, we go to a building to gather, but I would argue to say that Jesus was rarely waiting for people to gather to him in a building mm-hmm. for church. He was on foot. He was in pursuit of people's hearts, and that's kind of how I look at it. That's good. 
<clears throat> Absolutely, man. And, and man, to build on that, I was thinking about this coming in this conversation, literally from the letter First uh, Peter. He says in chapter two that you know he he looks at it like it's a building, right? Not not a physical building that we might think of when we say the word church. But he says, "Hey, everybody who um, says that they're a follower of Jesus, you're like a living stone." Mm-hmm. That is stacked up, making this new body of believers. Right. Um, right. And Jesus is going to be the cornerstone. He's going to be the thing that we build this entire thing off of. And um, man, what a really cool thought that you know. Uh, previously, in so much of our Bible, so much has been centered around meeting at a physical place. Yeah. But we, as individual people, um, kind of have replaced that to some degree. And Pastor, you yeah. said something on. Uh, about in in Acts when the church begins and man I'm so caught up on this and Johnny you and I had the opportunity to to teach it remix this past summer and this is something that kind of landed in my um, my area operation that day was was talking about being the church and man so you you've got this in this scene in Acts two where you know uh, people are talking in different languages and the Holy Spirit there's an outpouring of the Holy Spirit and it says that there's fire resting over each and every person. Yep. Mm, yep. When if you like look in the Bible and you're like, well, where where did those things kind of even show up? Yep. You know, you get to the point where you hit the Exodus and you realize that these people, God's people, are roaming around this desert and they build a mobile church, just like we have, right? Yeah, right. And there's so many scenes where God's going to reveal himself and inhabit that that dwelling place as a pillar of fire. Mm. Well, yeah. but now that same fire that used to be over a place is now over people. Here's where it gets crazier. That's right. So when we think about this idea that uh, the church is supposed to be a physical place where heaven intersects earth, that now just moved from a central place to every single person. We are, inside of me, inside of you, and inside of pastor, that's the place where heaven now intersects earth. Yeah. And yeah. we get to be that body of believers. That's figurative. Crazy. What that's a crazy good. thing! Well, I love to think about that. that. That's a phenomenal way to put it. Because when you think about it, the the word in in the Bible is ecclesia or ecclesia. Uh, you know, I've heard it said both ways. And, and and what that means is, I'm I'm literally looking at the definition right now. It's the collective congregation of a church. It's an example of an ecclesia, but it is the congregation. It is the collection, right. collective body of believers. Right, right. That's that right. is together. Yeah. And so, what <clears throat> when the word church is used there, it's it's the word ecclesia. And here's what's being said: Hey, we are here. Um, when it says the church expands, what it's saying is the body, the collective body That's of believers right. expands. And so. When you read in Acts chapter 2, you see, you know, Acts chapter 1, they're in the upper room. Acts chapter 2, the tongues of fire or, or the spirit of fire falls down and, and is there, and 3,000 people give their lives to the Lord. What happens is it goes from 120 to 3,000 overnight. And then, so your ecclesia, your, your, your gathering, your collective body of believers is, is increasing. And then it says over the next 20 years, if you follow it, over the next 20 years, it goes from 3,000 to over 100,000. Well, that's incredible growth, but that doesn't happen in a building. That's right. It doesn't happen That's in a right. building. It's yeah. impossible for it to happen in a building. Yes, sir. And so what has happened is is we've created facilities, and I'm not saying this is wrong or bad, but over over decades and centuries, we've created buildings to facilitate or hold the the gathering of the body of believers. That's the right. Ecclesia, right? Well, that's a good thing to do. The problem becomes whenever 
<clears throat> I think back to Israel and all the problems Israel had. He delivered them from the Egyptians and all this stuff, but then he constantly says, you need to get rid of your idols. Burn down the Ashtaroths, get rid of the t- idols, all this other kind of stuff, right? He says it to them constantly. What if we are the new Israel that is now has an idol of a facility? Mm. Because now yeah. church is designed or defined, I should say, by right. what denomination you're in, what your belief system is, what what church you meet in, if you meet in a school or if you meet in a brick building yeah. or if you meet in a metal building. And, right. and, and here's my point in all this, right? So what is the church? What is the church? That's what we're asking right now. What is the church and what is the power of the church? The power of the church is the collective body of believers coming together and saying, you're screwed up, I'm screwed up, we're screwed up, we've got things wrong, we've got it mixed up, we have idols we shouldn't have, we have these things. But together as a collective body of believers, we can come together and we can and we can agree on one common purpose, and that is the cross of Jesus. And because yeah. of that, we can love each other closer to the cross. And to being a better person, we can love each other to life, as we talked about in, right. in our Zombie Fighter series. That's right. And then in that sense, the body of believers doesn't grow if the body of believers doesn't go. That's right. That's Think good. about Absolutely. that. That's good. Yep. So when Jesus says in Matthew 28, go into all the world and make disciples, Jesus is literally looking at the body of believers. He looking, he's looking at his disciples at that time. Right. Think about this. He's got all of his disciples, his committed believers right there around him. And he looks at them and he goes, now go. There's 12 of them. Go. Just go. Just, just go and make disciples. And they're like, what does that mean? Here's what Jesus is saying. The ecclesia that is right now is about to expand, but it can't expand. It can't grow until you go, and if you don't go, then it never grows, and nobody yeah. else knows who I am in this thing. And so when he's looking at Peter and he's saying, Petros, on this rock, on this Petros, on you, right? he's saying on this revelation of who I am. That's right. That's right. Peter, the, the revelation you have is a revelation nobody else in this group has. Right. I've asked them the same question, and they couldn't answer it. Yeah. Because they were going on information from man, not revelation from God. That's right. And he says, that revelation is what I will build my ecclesia, my church, my gathering of believers on is the revelation of me. And here's what it's become. And this is this is the scary part, guys, is we, and, and I'm challenging some thinking, I know as people are driving down the road and stuff, but we have come to a place to where we define the church by the building. Mm-hmm. Right. Or the location, right? Sure. Jesus didn't do that. Jesus defined the ecclesia, the gathering of believers, by their belief. That's right. Sure. That's right. And so we, what is the church? The church is a common gathering of believers that are ready to go and reach people with the revelation of who Jesus is to them. Yep. Not just what some man has taught sure. them. And men, and men teach, and, and we, this will come up in conversation later, I'm sure, but there's actually a system and a, and a formula to the growing of the ecclesia in those days, and, and part of it is sitting at the teaching of the apostles. But sure, so that's important. But if I never get a revelation of who Jesus is, and I never yeah. go, the ecclesia can't actually grow. That's right. That's Does right. That absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. So yeah. So you know, whenever we were able to wrap our heads around the fact that the church is a it's not a building, but it's the the people, right? And not yeah. even just the people at Radiate Church, but it's no. the people who call Jesus Messiah, just like right. Peter did yeah. so long ago. At some point in time, uh, whenever we kind of uh, are able to to align our thinking with that, there has to be some kind of response within us, yes, right? That's that right. hey, okay, so the church—if the church isn't the building, the church is me. What are some common ways that um, people do respond? And then what are some ways that maybe would challenge us to think about what that might mean for me 
and how I can help uh, strengthen and expand the local church? Yeah, that's a great that's a great question. Everything comes down to a response. Everything. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're driving and there's a red light in front of you, guess what? You have a you have a response. Sure. You, you can choose not to pay attention or you can choose to pay attention and there's repercussions on both sides. Right. And so the same thing is true with the ecclesia of their church, the gathering and and being the body of Christ and 1 Corinthians 12, you know, you've got um you've got Paul talking to the to the church of Corinth there. And yeah. in that conversation, he's talking about how it's the body. It's the body. You know, the, the the gathering is the body, the body of Christ. And some people are fingers, some people are ears, some people are arms, you know, sure. whatever. Yep. But here's the reality is if we don't respond to the call of going, right? Because isn't that really what it is? It's, it's, you don't, it's not just a response to go, okay, uh, Jesus, I want to be a part of the church. It's, it's the response of I'm ready to go. Sure. I believe in this enough to go. So if that's the case, then it's us going, I will embrace my role in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. If I'm a if I'm the nostril, if I'm the right nostril in the body of Christ. I get to be the left nostril if you're the right. Well, that's fine. That's, that's, <laughs> Throw that out you there. You know, uh, the right's always better. But anyway, we <laughs> <laughs> But if you're if you're if you embrace your role in the body, you also have to be aligned with the other roles in the body. That's good. Yeah. That's right. You can't you can't operate outside of alignment right. because when something's out of alignment, it doesn't work correctly, and then it can't respond correctly, mm. and something's off. And so, I think the first thing, and, and and there's a lot of there's a lot of other stuff. You guys have responded. Let let me turn it like this: You guys have responded in great way. So so you guys have come alongside and said, "Hey, pastor, you got a vision here that we believe in." and that we know God's called us to and you to. We believe in you and your response. We believe in what Radiate is doing. Um, I want to serve the church and help it grow. And so your response has been yes to that, right? So I guess the greater question from me to you guys that may help some of the listeners a little bit differently is this, and it goes along the same thing you asked Pastor Travis, but uh, why did you say yes, and what does it do- what does that mean for sure. you to say yes? Mm. Like what what is what are the sacrifices and rewards and to celebrate? Like you know what I'm saying? What yeah. Are the, what is that? Johnny, take it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the the first thing I think about when we talk about you know uh, responding and making that decision is first understanding what you're responding to. <clears throat> That's right. You know, and understanding not only uh, am I saying okay, I I'm responding to the vision of Radiate Church of Pastor Brandon. Um, you know, and, and saying, okay, I'm going to serve this church. But it's also understanding the meaning um, and the why behind serving in general, hmm. you yeah. know, and understanding that my role, um, no matter what it is in the church, whether, um, you, you know, whether I'm sweeping floors or I'm putting up pipe and drape um, or leading teams, at the end of the day, I have to understand and have the mindset that God has placed a call on my life and on lives of people that I may lead. That's right. Um, to say, hey, listen, th- we are trying to attack something that is much, much bigger than us. That's yeah. right. And it's already planned out. We yeah. just have to walk it out. That's right. You know, and so for me, when you say, so what made you say yes to that response? I think my answer to that is because I could not, it was so right in front of me, I could not avoid the call that God had on my life here. That's good. Yeah. You know, there was, it was so radically in front of me that any other answer other than yes and my and my heart would have been 
avoiding what God's call was. That's good. Sure. And it's that's a very dangerous place to be because you can really miss out on some serious opportunity. Oh yeah, yeah. man. Um, you know, and so for me personally, and for hopefully anybody else listening. I would say this, if you have a tug on your heart, it doesn't have to be with Radiate Church. It could That's be right. with whatever church you're a part of. That's right. You know, if you're yeah, listening exactly. across the world, wherever you're listening at, um, make sure that you are fine-tuning yourself to hear what God's got on your life. That's good. Because you may have something inside of you that can unlock gifts. As you preach all the time, you may have something inside of you that unlocks something else in somebody else. Yeah, that's good. So that's kind of how it is for me. That's good. That's yeah, good. absolutely, man. And I'm 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 thinking through listening to to both of you guys and and it's funny. I was kind of I was kind of thinking something uh aligned with both of your thoughts. Um, you know, for me personally, um grew up in church my entire my entire life, so uh, being a part of a body of believers was kind of a normal thing and, and I have my parents and grandparents to thank for that for that rich heritage. Um but getting older, you know, it means that uh Hey, if I'm going to respond to what Jesus did for me and save me for the things that I'm unable to save myself, and He's rescued and He's redeemed me, He had to redeem me for something. So mm. I want to get connected with people and let's figure out what that thing is. And um, Pastor, you were hitting on something earlier. I've been studying a good bit in Ephesians and Ephesians four, uh, right in the heart of the middle of four verses uh, eleven and twelve. Um, Paul's talking about, hey, uh, God, you know, uh, as God gave. Um, the offices of apostle, of teacher, yep. of pastor, and and all these things are to equip people for ministry and to make the church strong. Yeah, and I can't, I can, I can never shake that verse because it's so powerful to me. It's good. And the word, you know, going to the Greek, the word right there for equip means katartismos uh, means also to set in place. Yeah. Right, right. Yep. Like the same way, if I broke my arm, a doctor would put it in place so it fit where it was supposed to fit and it worked to its yep, original that's intention. Right. Yeah. That's good. So like. That's John good. said, you know, whenever I got really plugged in here at Ready Church, you know, I had to ask my, myself a question. Hey, what am I supposed to be doing here? Like, right. what is that thing? Right. right? What is what is that thing that fires me up in the morning? Six twenty in the morning. I know what? something's got. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not just the bang. What 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 is it? You know, and um, so not I asked, forever, guys. Yeah, not forever. I know. <laughs> so I asked God, hey, what is that thing for me? And, and you know, He gave me a pretty simple life mission. Uh, and that is move the front line forward. Yep. And those simple words, move the front line forward. And um, I believe that's a way I can help make his, capital H, God's, and our Radiate Church strong. Because yeah. if you're in the right place, like you said, Pastor, it makes the church stronger. Yeah, that's right. And we're up against a heck of an enemy. That's right. Who, as I'm still studying in Ephesians, uh, it says that if we don't have that armor of God on, we can't defend against the wiles of the devil, the continual strategies mm. that our enemy has against us. So I think uh, getting plugged into a church, finding out where you, you know, get in where you fit in, man, you're going to make that, that local church stronger, whether it's right here at Radiate Church or the one that you call home in your That's neighborhood. Right. So I think some people may ask this question as they're hearing this today, like, so you, you say it's not about the it's not just about the local church, it's about the big C church, but where does that fit in for my local church? And here, That's here right. and I want to explain that for a second because I believe the local church, and I mean that with the big C, you know, local churches all over the place. So we've got local churches that I just went to lunch with a local church pastor here in our town yesterday, you know, because uh, it's not just about us. But but the truth is, I believe the local church is the hope of the world because the local church yes, carries sir. the gospel of, yep. of the kingdom That's everywhere right. it goes. Yes, sir. Yes. Or should. It's it good. should. Let me put it like that, right? So where does that fit in? And here's what it is. is like 
John, you're built different. Your body is built different than mine. Travis, your body is built different than mine. John, you you can lift weights and get really really strong and and big, right? And um, legally or not, it doesn't matter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Um, we'll just cut that part out. But you get it. But you you can you you can build muscle differently than mine, Pastor Travis. You're built. You know, you're a hiker. You're built that same way. Your your endurance is there. Things like that. And and mine is is built differently. Why do I bring that up? I bring that up because every church is built differently. That's right. Every church right. is built differently. Yeah. It, it even goes, so Pastor Chris doesn't get much love, but he's behind the scenes here. Mm-hmm. He's built differently. He's a creative. He yeah. he thinks and sees and does things way differently than That's I right. do. Yes, right? And so every church is like its own body that is built differently, looks differently. For instance, I got big ears. John has a small head. <laughs> right? So, Travis, made up for it and biceps. So. Right. That's, that's right. That's, Travis has got an amazing beard, and, and Pastor Chris is great at playing guitar. So, like, right. we all have our things, but but we don't all carry the same thing. Sure. And we all look different. And, and my point is this. Your church may look different, feel different, act different, have a different DNA than other churches around. But that doesn't mean that it's still not a part of the ecclesia, the right. gathering of believers. That's right. It's how do you fit into the specific DNA of the church that you call home? It's not about being a part of the cool church. That's right. It's about you're being right. a part of the called church. Absolutely. That's right. Appreciate the church that. that you're called to. Right. It's about being a part of the church that this is my church that I'm going to give here. Do you know why we give? We give because it's a way to fund the body. Right. Yep. And to look and go, I'm going to do – we do it for ourselves. So we spend money – to eat, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, I mean, we got pizza sitting right here in front of us today. Cage-free pizza. Free it, that's right. right. Cage-free range. Yeah, it's all, all organic pepperonis. And so, you, <laughs> like, you got all this stuff. We spend money to eat right. Yep. We right. spend money to make sure we got food. We, got, we spend money to get our hair cut. We spend money to get all the nice clothes so that we look good, we feel good, right? Yep. All this stuff. But when it comes to the church being a body, needing anything to look good, feel good, act good, mm. We want to go against it. Come on with that. That's right. But yep. the truth is, is that Paul tells us very clearly, it's a body. Right. It's a body. The church is a body. Even in, in Acts, it says, do you know how the church grew so fast? Here's what they did. They did They did things so simple. Right. We overcomplicate things so bad. Yeah. It says that they gathered together and they sat at the apostles' teachings. Right. They sat at their feet, they said. So they were begging the people that knew something to teach them something. Absolutely. Yep. It says that they gathered together for food, so they ate together, they served together. Right. That's it. Yep. They gathered for teaching, they gathered to hang out and do life together, and then they served one another. Yep. And we want to sit back and go, well, your church isn't as special as my church, but this is blah, 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 whatever it is. No, we are here together as individual bodies making up in a collective group of believers, and we are not called to fit into the cool church, we're called to fit into the called church, right. and we've got to find our place. And what do you look like in your body, mm. in your body of Christ? Absolutely, yeah. That's good. And and so for me, my fit in the body of Christ is to pastor. Mm. That my gifts fit pastoring and leadership. Right. And I have to be okay with that. That doesn't make me any better than anybody. That makes me different. Your gifts are administration and execution and moving that front line forward. Your gifts are similar. Your gifts yep. are, Pastor Chris, are creative and worship and all this stuff. And so we got to go, it's not about, it's it's about fitting into that thing the way that we're supposed to fit into it. That's right. That's and just right. being like, okay, well, yeah. you know what? I got big ears, but I get a skin fade on my hair and I don't care what my ears look like because that's what I'm, that's what I like. 
That's right. That's it's right. a stupid analogy, but it's yep, true. It works. Absolutely. It works. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's good. Uh, how do we help the church grow? How do we how do we help the church and in, in, in all this stuff? Is we got to understand our role. Our role is incredibly too important. Listen, you are not meant to go and sit in a chair. Right. That's right. You're, you, You're nobody meant- listening to this podcast was ever meant to accept Jesus, sit in a chair, and watch everybody else do the work. That's right. In fact, I'll say it like this. If that's if that's what you feel like your call is, you're living in an unbiblical, sinful state. Mm. Yeah. Yep. You're and right. it's disobedient. You're right. Because nobody on the face of the planet, Jesus never said, hey, y'all go, but there's going to be a group that just sit back and do absolutely nothing and watch y'all set up pipe and drape and never, right. never do anything. Hey. Yep. And, and uh, y'all go... I. I've got the gift of critique. No, you've got you got a victim mentality. Yeah. So my point is, if you want your church to grow, I don't care if you call Radiate home. I don't care if you call, call somewhere else home. we got to understand the importance of the church. But I'll never buy into the importance of the church if I don't give my time. Right. If I don't generously give even finances. That's right. If I don't give prayer. If I don't give worship in that house, I don't care about that house. That's right. Yeah. And and that's just truth. I, that's just where I stand on this whole thing. And you can't in 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 the Bible. I constantly see people that are passionate about the church are the people that are growing the kingdom because they're synonymous. Absolutely, they're one and the same. Absolutely, absolutely, guys. Thank y'all so much for the conversation. Listen, thank you. If you were driving down the road, you were hanging out in your office, and you listen to this, and you are not plugged in somewhere. Find a church. Go Rem- get plugged in. Remember, it today. is a battleship, not a yep. cruise ship. Find yep. out what God uniquely redeemed and rescued yes. you for and put that thing to work and make your church strong. And if you're at Radiate Church and you're not plugged in, you matter at radiatechurch.net. Mm-hmm. And just, or just go to radiatechurch.net, click next steps, yep. and we'll get you plugged in. Because better believe. I love that phrase. You use it all the time. It's a battleship, not a cruise ship. That's right. We're not here just to party. We're here to party while we war. That's right. And we're warring against the enemy, and we're going to win this daggum thing. Absolutely. Thank you guys for tuning in. Like, subscribe, share with somebody you know, and help encourage and inspire them uh, with this content. You can always check back to the Radiate Church podcast for sermons and additional content. We cannot wait to see you this Sunday. Pastor, you want to send us off? Hey, guys, let's go do one thing. Let's go change the world. Woo! Woo!